Welcome to Opposite Attractions, ladies and gentlemen. It's a show about theme park design that's technically possible. I'm your host, Scotty Moore, joined as always by the man who is equally vindicated from that garbage sitcom theme park idea. It's Jim Murphy. It was kind of both our ideas, sort of. Yeah, I have. I mean, got- I don't know if like D-list celebrity theme park would have worked out very much better. I don't know because it would have become Fiat Fietti Park after a while. Well, yeah, but, I, sort of- but I but I pitched that and you said no. Well, my my idea for a theme park this week is Fietti Park. No, um, <laughs> I will say I've kind of spent my time in quarantine. Trying to find stuff that makes me nostalgic for the theme parks because, like, I didn't think there would be outside of watching, like, Disney food blog. But turns out when we recorded the Muppet Vision episode of, uh, of FAQ, available only at patreon.com slash a load of BS, I jokingly said that I consider the Muppets more of a park IP than an actual IP anymore. Uh, I think that's true, because I watched the Muppets ABC show the other day, and I was immediately taken taken aback of, like, I'm in the park. I'm here. I see the Muppets. I'm here. So, are, do you have anything like that that really takes you? Because, like, that's one for me. Certain Simpsons episodes will do it for me. I guess Pirates, like the Pirates movie franchise, but I can't really think of anything else that really sinks me in, like, the first time. Um, what, like, that gets me thinking about going to the theme parks again? Yeah, that gives like you... kind of how I live my day today. You're like, existence. have you seen my room? <laughs> <laughs> I live in this place, and so it's, it's pretty bad. I... Yeah. I don't want, like, I watch some Disney stuff here and there that's, like, park-related, but really, like, I have a, like, underneath my couch, I have a box full of unofficial guides from, like, 98 to, like, 2006, probably. I have, like, 10 Mm -hmm. of them. I have a couple that are doubled up because I have, like, a mini version and the real version. (laughs) Yeah. For for reasons I don't remember, 20 years ago when I bought them and like thinking about that and listening to those podcasts where they're kind of like trying to do Disney news when there's not really any it's like oh I just think like they're trying to figure out how they're going to open the parks back up because Florida says they can have half capacity I mean apparently like stage one is half capacity I thought I I heard Stage one was quarter, and then stage two was half capacity, well, is what I've heard. The problem is, is that the Magic Kingdom, on an average day, based on what their actual like total capacity is for like New Year's Eve and July 4th, on an average day, they run at like half capacity. <laughs> and so still, that's... that's still forty five to 55,000 people, and it's like, that doesn't help anything, and where are you going to put all those people if they have to stay six feet apart? Yeah, is it sh- like pirates? Pirates can run. They like if you really do six feet apart, pirates can have like four people on the boat. Yeah, I don't. And I so don't, that's I mean, gonna really I, hurt their their throughput per hour. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, because didn't Shanghai Shanghai like officially open back up? Didn't it? I think it's either getting ready to, or it has probably by the time this comes out, it will be open. 
Yeah, because, like, everyone on Twitter is talking about, like, oh, can't wait to see the fucking Tim Tracker videos coming from him <laughs> going to Shanghai for a couple of days. By the way, apparently that's the hot new craze on Twitter is to get blocked by the trackers. Um, I don't know enough about them to start beef. Like, when it was WD- WDW News Today, I was like, oh, I can fucking start some shit with them. But with the trackers, I'm like, he has a I, silly I mustache. That- I think in some in some things that have happened involving them, they weren't entirely the bad people, but in other things, I think they were. I don't know exactly. But didn't that asshole end up buying like a five thousand dollar Gucci Mickey sweater at one point? I don't know enough about him to know that. Because, like, if I was to start some beef with the trackers to gain clout, it would be entirely based on you have so much more money than me, and I'm very jealous. Like, that would be the entire reason. I thought that the thing for, like, Disney Twitter was to try every single day to book any vacation possible and, and just get declined repeatedly because every date you put in, it just says no. Yeah. Oh, apparently the other day they released, like, some exclusive... It was on May the 4th, May the 4th Be With You. They released these exclusives, you know, like the Starbucks mugs that will say, like, Welcome to Alabama, Welcome to Magic Kingdom, Welcome to Epcot. Yes. They released those of My the planet. My three favorite theme parks. Yes. <laughs> but they released those, but they were of planets from Star Wars. So, like, Welcome to Tatooine, Welcome to Batu. They sold out so fucking quickly. So for all of May the 4th, it wasn't a lot of people being like, yay, Star Wars. It was a lot of people posting uh, eBay bits of people saying, exclusive Batu Starbucks mug, $5,000. People are like, I fucking hate resellers. <laughs> That's what Disney... I feel like if Disney could figure out a way to do what Ticketmaster does with StubHub, they would have done it already. Oh, have like a like, reseller... Like, oh, we, can't, we can't sell these anymore, we're sold out, but you can go to this other website. Like, Disney yeah, our... could put their own merchandise on eBay and make so much more money. Just they be like, probably... yeah, we're sold out, sorry. They probably did. Like, at this yeah, point, they they're like, do. we gotta make a... Gotta... I've, been no, in, it's... I've been in cast connection, so I don't think that's entirely true. It's Iger's exclusive fucking account that he's selling it all on because he's like, I took that pay cut. I'm going to have to make this money back somehow. Buy all I the remember, Batu mugs. I remember going in like the double wide trailer behind the Magic Kingdom in 2002 and seeing like, I think they were for like Star Wars Celebration or for something from like the year or two years prior to that. And they had like a bin of posters. You oh, yeah. see, like, like the kind you would see in a Walmart, but they had like 20 of them. It was like a dollar a piece. You want these? They're dated. That, that's probably my favorite part about working at a theme park was like Universal did not have something as big as cast connections. What Universal had was just like a shitty rack of clothes. And they were like, hey, we couldn't. <laughs> We couldn't sell the. Do you want a Slytherin uh, rugby jersey? And I'm like, yes, I do want that, actually. Thank you. I, the one thing I'm sad that I never bought, it was, I want to say it was like $25 or $50, but it was like marked down from like 150 or 200 was a yep. goofy, like, door. It wasn't exactly like a door stopper, but it was like two foot tall. And it was like a little goofy statue, but it was meant to go like flush against the wall. And the reason they marked it down was because if you flipped it over on the back, the part that went against the wall had this giant gash taken out of it. 
Jesus Christ. And I, but, but, but from the front, you had no idea. And literally, like, Spackle and Paint would have got rid of it, but I just didn't have any money because my paychecks were $131 a week. Oh, yeah. See, for me, <laughs> back in the back in those days, it was, uh, we couldn't walk around. I, I wore my uniform to work. Like, I didn't get changed like everybody else did. So I would have to, after getting off work, if I wanted to, let's be honest, go get wasted and ride the mummy five times, I'd have to go buy, like, this shitty off-white Universal Studios shirt for $2 from them so I could go enjoy my time at the park. The, the first time I ever rode Test Track, I got off work at 8.30, and they closed, you know, Epcot closes at 9.00. I got off work at like 8 or 8, I think it was 8.30. I ran over behind Test Track to the cast costuming building, changed clothes, and then ran back over and jumped in line. Hell yeah. I ended up going to the guy and saying, can I just skip the pre-show? And he was like, sure. And he hit a button and all the doors opened. And I just ran through the pre-show and got in line. Because I wouldn't have made it, I don't think. If somebody knows you through there, it's great. Like, one time I went to uh, Harry Potter and the Escape... From, not Escape from Gringotts, the um, Forbidden Journey, the one in the castle. And I walked up like, hey, I'm alone, and I want to do Single Rider, but also I'd love to see what the castle's all about. And they were like, yeah, fuck it. No one's buying our dumb Fast Pass version. Go through the Fast Pass line. Tell them Carolyn sent you. I'm like, hell yeah, Carolyn. Let's go. <laughs> I, yeah. I think I just told them, like, I've never rode this before, but I don't care about the pre-show. Can I skip it or something? And they were like, yeah, sure, whatever. And it was good. Yeah. It was 10 minutes before the park was closing. I think the worst and rush. My, and, no, that was the second time I rode Test Track because the first time my hands almost broke. Yeah. I think the worst uh, having to do a quick change was, and I think I've told this story on the show, is that time that a random 13-year-old girl got abandoned by her parents at the arcade during Halloween Horror Nights, and she was just like, can I, I want to go ride rides, but I'm very scared to go out there because I am a 13-year-old girl, and I went, you know, that tracks, that tracks actually. Here, hold on. I went in the back, and since I worked at the arcade, we had, like, the little claw games where you could pick up like oh i've got a superman shirt or oh i've got i found a flash shirt that was three times bigger than me put it on <laughs> got changed in the back room of the arcade and then quickly walked out with her i even looked at the person running the mummy like attraction and went this is cool right and they went yeah so we went and ride, rode rip ride rocket twice i was like this is my lunch break i guess is taking a 13 year old that i don't know to ride rip ride rocket man that could have ended really bad it was that's how i felt the whole night especially when she was like my parents are here they're at city walk please don't make me walk there alone because she'd been sobbing so i'm like i guess i'm walking all the way to fucking city walk which if I anyone feel, i feel like that's when security gets involved <laughs> Really? Oh, no, no, no. She was afraid she was going to get in trouble. For some reason, I was her best friend. And I was like, I, okay, this is me now, I guess. The official Halloween Horror Nights es escort. So I had to... <laughs> and if anybody listening knows Universal, they know that from the mummy to where you get picked up at at CityWalk is probably maybe a half mile it is a long distance to walk and i was like okay i gotta go and then quickly get back to close this place down 
But Jim, that's, that's this is this is not a <laughs> you, podcast about. So if any thirteen-year-olds are listening, they need a they need a chaperone for Universal. Call Scotty Moore. But uh, this is not a podcast about escorting 13-year-old girls through Halloween Horror Nights, because if it was, we'd be taken off iTunes very quickly. It is about building our own theme park, Jim Murphy, and we've, uh, we've exercised the demons. We have gotten rid of the horrible demon that is Sitcot, and it now must be replaced. Now, was Sitcot yours or my idea? It was kind of mine and yours it kind of grew out of your d-list celebrity machinations no no you owned it you said you you said you that you were responsible so i'll go first to my idea my idea i want you to i assume like how did you grow up in like a smaller town uh my town is about it's under it's like probably four thousand people but then we i'm I'm two blocks from my college and that's probably another like ten thousand people in the school year so but did you uh did you ever have those times where a random ass creepy circus would come through with a bunch of shit that looked like it could kill you like like shit that would flip upside down and then like carousels where each of the horses had heroin needles that would shoot up in you like shit like that like, just like a county fair yeah we get county yeah. fairs how about i think i like that i, I, almost, I want uh, the, the, i don't go to county fairs anymore because they're mostly ripoffs and uh but the last time i did go was like two two years ago i got uh giant minions that are knockoff uh, minions I Actually, lost. here, hold on. I can get you a. a Don't you dare. Oh. Don't you dare bring that minion here. Oh, God. Oh, no. He's leaving the whole room. He had to. He's had to quarantine them away from him and his family. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> oh, Jim. It's. That's. It's staring into my soul, Jim. It looks like a Chiquita banana that's real sad. Um, I think combined, I got two of them. I got one with two eyes, one with one eye. I think, uh, I think they cost me in in carnival money about fifty U.S. dollars. This is making me feel less guilty for the time that I went, and there was a guy just doing a rigged game, like a rigged scam game. Which my phone was dead, but I wanted to Google it to see if it was a scam game. But I didn't, and so I lost $80 <laughs> to this guy who was literally, I was this close to being like, can I sue him? Because it is gambling what he's doing, and that's not legal in this state. I'm sure uh, the government ain't getting a cut of this. The, uh, the the game with which I got the minions was darts. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, this guy was, was just very, offering. It was very like I was in an Abbott and Costello routine, and I was completely out of my depth. Yeah. Well, my idea, imagine like one of those old county fairs, but I want to go a little bit like fancier. Think like 1920s, a little bit more classy era, like swing music would be playing. You could go see like the dancing lady and all the fun things going on around this. <laughs> a freak but show. It's, yes. It's, yeah, it's a freak show style carnival, but it contains it's, it's, a. Um, it's, it's, um the hell there was a Cirque du Soleil film that they did a few years ago called Worlds Away or Worlds Apart where it starts out in a carnival and a guy gets sucked into an alternate reality or something very weird but yes that's that's what I'm picturing in my head shit like that happens 
imagine if one of those carnivals got combined with like the mystery spots where there's just <laughs> there are sh- there is shit like an old carousel there is an old um carousel but it's vertical why can i never remember the name it's of the ferris sp- wheel thank you a ferris wheel or a, or just a horizontal carousel like really you either way the horses sideways uh-huh that's but, what elon musk is gonna put in space next uh-huh after he writes his son or daughter's name in the moon it's gonna take a lot of work um now it is like that, but each ride kind of holds a secret. So, like, a dark secret behind it. So, like, if we did a carousel-type ride, it's like you go around the carousel three times, and then all of a sudden the carousel starts descending into the earth, and then you discover some secret about the park. And it's, a like, imagine, like, a mystery box scenario where there is, like, an ARG going on as you go through the park, and you can kind of learn more about the backstory of the park. You can learn about its creator, about how he, like, went mad and abandoned the park. But then there are certain rides where you can actually go down, and he's there, and he's been watching it the whole time, and he's, like, this kind of mystical, Walt I'm not very for... good at the organ yet. My apologies. Yeah. I'm still learning. Exactly. And so what it is, is you go through and you discover this story as you go through it. But all of the rides are kind of more traditional. Because, like, we don't do traditional amusement park rides. We're more like Buzz Lightyear, Haunted Mansion. I, I want mean, us I to did, see. I did make the, uh, the, the spinny ride that, like, throw you through the air <laughs> yeah i just want to see how we can take one of those rides a, an amusement park ride and make it a themed ride and the theme of the park is mystery and confusion it is an alternate like here we go perfect it's we're sponsored by stranger things it is an amusement <laughs> park in the upside down so it is a creepy amusement park but it's supposed to it's be got charlie that. the robot from scooby-doo where are you Yes, and Dino Mud is there, but yeah, it's a. I, I don't want to. I don't want to lean too heavily into the creepy. Like maybe if we do an episode that's like Halloween themed, we could show how creepy we can make it. But I want to more keep it as like a mystery style thing, as you go and you can explore. And for normal people, you can just enjoy the rides. But for fucking nerds like me, you can be like, oh wait, there's an S on this ride. There's an R here. This this it spells something out. I don't know. And then you just solve shit as you go on. Oh God, the, I feel like the trackers would have a field day with that. You yeah, those fucking assholes. <laughs> The trackers? How dare they? Fuck those guys. Can't believe them. There's so much money. I'm so jealous. I want their money. The the mystery carnival walkthrough videos. This is how you learn the secrets. Yeah, exactly. So that is my idea for a theme park. We could even, like, theme the food carts and stuff to be, like, traditional stuff of, like, fried butter and then you can buy deep fried oreos oh shit deep fried oreo hot dog there you go there's a that could be one of the that could be one of like the mystery things is like you get something and it's a food and so you look down and you're just like barbecue hot dog what does that mean and then you walk up and you're like can i have the barbecue hot dog and they're like of course and then they give you a barbecue hot dog but also a piece of paper that leads you to the next <laughs> clue 
And I think I want to... Okay, it's going to have to be the last episode of the season if we do it. But the carousel has to be the only ride that is basically locked. Until you tell the person a specific code phrase, they're always going to be like, it's broken, it's not working right now. No, I just saw it move, it's yeti, not yeti, working. Yeti. That's, what that, that's what the Yeti's waiting on, is the code phrase. <laughs> exactly! So, mine is... Joe Rogan of- wrote it down somewhere and then forgot it because he hit his head on yeah. his earring collection, and then... No, just on his earring. He was wearing a big one that day and just conked himself on it. All right, so that is my idea, Mystery Park. What is yours? Uh, I wanted to kind of... We we did before, we did like our version of what Disney's America was supposed to be. Uh, So what I think and what my idea was is that we should look at... I want to... uh, Do you know that for two years in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina... Oh, I'm there fucking was, ready for this one. This is going to be a there good was a, one. There was an amusement slash theme park that was the Hard Rock theme park. Fuck, Are you aware yes. of the Hard Rock theme park? Huh? Fuck, I'm sure it's come up in my travels one or two of these um, days. It was it was literally open for two seasons because they only opened it in the summertime. It was only open See, my, my version of this is in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, where they had the NASCAR cafe, where they had an entire <laughs> cafe dedicated to NASCAR, but then they lost the contract with NASCAR, but wanted to keep the building, so they we'll took see. the... They took the NAS away, and it was just the car cafe, and there was this awkward gap on all the signs where it just said car cafe. Was the, was the uh, like, the, the slogan was, like, Grubbin is racing? Oh, yeah. Now this is Grub racing. So, the, uh, the Hard Rock uh, theme park, it was literally only themed by Hard Rock, or, like, the, it had that, that theming for, uh, like, three months. <laughs> And then okay. it just became the freestyle music park for the next year, and then it closed oh. because they lost. Oh, so, much so they money. got they got NASCAR too. Okay. Yeah. So originally, these were the areas in the park: the Rock Rock and Roll Heaven, the British Invasion, Lost in the Seventies. I think that was where the they had a ride that was themed after Knights in White Satin by the Moody Blues. I know about this ride. I have yeah. heard about this fucking ride. Uh, there was a Born in the USA section, and there was a Cool Country section. Now, when it switched the next year, the Born in the USA section became Kids in America, and it had rides that were they, that they bought from like some random company that were themed after songs. Like they just named them after songs. If you, I, uh, four songs. Fly Like an Eagle, Life is a Highway, Wheel in the Sky, Jesus, and the Rolling Stones Get Off My Cloud. Those were the four rides. I don't know what they actually were, but I, can't, I don't even know what I would use for a thing to do. Get Off My Cloud as a ride. <laughs> like bumper cars? I don't know. Uh-uh, it would be the fucking uh, Arabian Nights carpets, but they're all clouds, and that would be the ride. <laughs> I like how that's your that's your 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 pinpoint for Dumbo is the is Aladdin's magic carpets. You've been indoctrinated so bad by Adventureland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You pick, you pick the worst version of that ride. I do like that every single season, we try our best to make a lot of really well thought out kind of rides. Meanwhile, Disney, they can just get away with being like another fucking one of those. Just throw another one on there. It's There's okay. Only, I mean, let's see. Disney World has four, four of them, 
Well, just wait until they're like, we got to make a Big Hero 6 ride. You're riding on Baymax's back, and you're just doing one of them well, fucking did, things. I mean, the, the uh, is California Adventure? No, it's in Japan, I think. They have the Baymax ride that's basically the alien swirling saucers, but it's Baymax yeah. towing you in the car, so there is that. But um, I would There like is to... one at Universal, too. There is the Kang and Kodos uh, twirler. Yeah, the hurl and twirl that's in Simpsons Land. So there's but, five. Oh, the other thing that the other thing that, uh, that that the Hard Rock Park got when it switched to not being Hard Rock themed was uh, a CSI live show, <laughs> which seems really weird as a theme park idea. I think. Yeah. Unless oh, it's just fuck. Fear Factor, but it's like post after that. Like, yeah, this guy died. He ate a tongue. Son of a bitch. There's the red red fish, blue fish, one fish, two fish ride. That that one's also a spin around and do nothing ride. Son of a bitch. That ride that that might be my least favorite type of ride. I think that ride. Yeah, that's because because the Magic Kingdom has three, and then Animal Kingdom has one. I just realized why I hate this ride vehicle so much. Because when I was a child, firstly, I hated carousels because one time I was on a carousel and, you know, I would always come around and be like, oh, there's my mom and dad. Hi, mom and dad. Hi. And then one time I went around and my mom went to go get something and I'm like, she's been taken. No. But one time I was <laughs> one time I was riding one and it was directly across from a haunted house where there was like a little door up top that a vampire would come out and scare everybody be like bleh come be here so i would have to go around and be like oh, this is a fun ride the fuck's a fun ride <laughs> fuck he's still there and it was one where you could control yourself to where you could look one way or another so it went from a fun ride to a ride where i had to systematically shift myself around every specific corner to make sure i never saw that vampire again have you ever seen like the super fast carousels that are just like stupid fast where they have where like the employees have to be trained how to get on the ride when it's moving because it's so incredibly quick. No, but this sounds buck wild. Yeah, to like get from the inside to the outside. It's like time it, grab a pole and jump on. Yeah. And try to help you. But I would really like to do a music themed park. I, here's the thing. I like mine as an actual concept for a real theme park. Like, I wouldn't mind pulling a Jim Murphy and exploring this idea outside of this. But knowing how little I think about this show until I begin to record it, (laughs) I think the music idea might be the best. Because for the music one, because we can also do something similar to the... Uh, the USA theme park where instead of having like we're building a horror ride we're building a spinny ride we're building a ride where you're forced to stare down at a vampire as it wants to suck your blood every few minutes right instead we can be like this week we're doing a ride based off of pour some sugar on me this is a ride based off purple haze I was thinking about the challenges I was thinking either uh, like, uh, like pick a song or a genre or a band or yeah. something and just say like that's what we're gonna do it and it could be different every time like it doesn't always have to be like a single song it can just be like we're gonna do a fucking my chemical romance ride no i'm gonna focus exclusively on just songs only songs for me you can do whatever you want but for me i'm like oh fuck that margaritaville ride's gonna be killing it baby <laughs> let's go okay so we're doing it do we have a name I like I, I do like the carnival thing. I think we should come back to that. Maybe 
later at some other point. Well, we're better at this, yeah. <laughs> Season 15, 16, 18, So is this 20. just called, like, the Rock Hard, the Rock Hard theme park? <laughs> Sponsored by Cialis. Sponsored by Blue Chew, the Rock Hard theme park. All the rides are rock, rock and roll theme. I don't know what you're thinking about, but it's completely different. Okay, so we need a challenge for next week. And, oh shit, I don't have my phone. I was just going to go on Spotify and just, like, load it up and see what I could do. Um, do we want to stick to, like, classic 70 standards, or could we go really anywhere? You can go, uh, I thought you were just going to immediately go Fiona Apple, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> that was, I mean, just looking at you, that's where I thought you were going to go. No, 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 uh, like, fucking... Jewel. It's the Jewel ride, let's go. <laughs> no fucking A Thousand Miles by Vanessa Carlton. The, re- <laughs> the, the, the roller coaster <laughs> of the Edmund Fitzgerald. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Um, oh, fuck. I keep coming back to Space Jam, but I feel like I'm gonna have to wait longer before I could crank out a good jam ride. I did, ride. honestly, I had... I did want to see, like, what would it... If that was my other idea, I think, when I was about half asleep, like, earlier this morning, was, ooh, we could do an entire Warner Brothers part, because they were, like, like they had, like, Paramount, King's Dominion, I think, had the rights to them for a while, and I think Six Flags had the rights to them for a while. Yeah, for, for like, our corner, Six Flags. Have, there's not a... But there's not, like, like Universal has a park, and Disney has a park, but there's not, like, a Warner Brothers park, but there's not an Animaniacs ride anywhere. I mean, uh, there is, uh, like, across the pond, I believe, because there are certain places where they'll do, like, a Halloween Horror Nights, and they will do, like, because DC is owned by Warner Brothers, they'll do, like, a the meet the Joker and go through, like, a haunted house where you go through Arkham Asylum kind of thing. So I do know certain parks own the rights to WB. Yeah, yeah, yeah but they don't, they don't have their own, like, the way that Universal does or Disney does. They don't have their own, like, it's Park Warner Brothers. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was my other. That would, and Space Jam probably would have been a part of that eventually. Okay, I think I've got mine, and I already okay. know I'm gonna go full Spaceship Earth with the way I want to do this one. <laughs> but it's gonna be a travel back through the eras of the 1950s to the 1960s up to the 1970s, and we're gonna hear all about it, and we're gonna blame one man for it, but he'll let you know quickly that he did not start the fire. It was always burning <laughs> since the world was turning. We are going to be doing We Did Not Start the Fire, the fucking theme park ride. By William week. Martin Joel. That's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. So until then, Jim, where could people find you on the internet? I, I am on Twitter at apparently smart. Don't at me about why I know Billy Joel's middle name. <laughs> I was concerned about that one as well. I'm like, Jim was studying for some fucking Jeopardy at one point, I guess. And I'm at Scotty. And I'm at Scotty Mode. That's on Twitter. Gotta go, go find all my shows at a load of purebs.com. Support Patreon. Fucking merch is not gone. It's still available at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. Fucking find Jim and I on Twitter. What a guy. We did not kill JFK. JFK, blood away. What else do I have to say? Find us at a load. Find us on Twitter. Had the perfect thing to just do naughty by nature and just go into our theme song. But no, you had to go to Billy Joel.
No, that's later. That's later when I finally pull that one out. And you can find us on Twitter at OpAdShow. That's spelled O-P-P-A-T-D. S-H-O-W, are you down with O-P-P-A? Fucking O-P-P-A-T-T-S-H-O-W. Fucking show is what right for you. Cut. Nailed it.